Hello, I'm Jason Soto. And I'm Lisa Leahy. And we're the hosts of the mini-cast Between the Scares, a podcast that takes a look at all the films Bloomhouse Productions have produced. You may not recognize the name, but Bloomhouse has produced a lot of your favorite horror films, including Paranormal Activity, Insidious, The Purge, and non-horror films like Griffin and Phoenix and The Fever. Yes, those two, but the horror ones also include Lords of Salem, Oculus, Ouija, yeah, but there are also stupid ones like the Tooth Fairy and the Darwin Awards. All right, all right. So Jason Bloom did some non-horror films, and we'll be covering those too, for better or for worse. Ooh, ooh, like the Gem and the Holograms live-action movie from a few years ago. He did that. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I guess. Anyway, you can find episodes of Between the Scares at rabbitholepodcasts.com or anywhere else you find your podcasts. So come follow us and we'll see you Between the Scares. This show features discussion about murder, people going missing, and other weird but triggering things. Listener discretion is advised. There's something strange going on tonight. Hello, weirdos. Welcome to Weird Flex, a but okay, a weird podcast. I'm Jason Soto. I'm Nick Job. I'm Rob Branch. And welcome to episode two. Uh, we uh, debuted uh, episode one last week, and uh, we're still feeling the effects of my last story from that episode. No so to anyone that was listening to that, I'm very sorry if I triggered anyone. I I, uh, I put a warning at the beginning before the we start the episode, you know, trigger warning, I guess. So my apologies if I offended anyone. If I offended you too, I'm very apologetic. No. No, no offense. You know, no. it was it was a very tragic story, and it's a reality my, that we, you know, my story this week is not as dark. So, um, if you're joining us for the first time, you should go check out episode one. I explained the premise, but basically, uh, Nick, Rob, and I were just gonna share really weird stories that we've found or experienced or you know know about or you know just anything that's very strange and out there and weird and. Uh, the weirder the better, as I always say. Uh, before we get to our stories, though, I set up an email address, which is uh, I have a weird one at gmail.com. And we are going to read, uh, you know, anyone that wants to submit a weird story themselves of something they've experienced, uh, or gone through, or whatever. Uh, and actually have a letter now from uh, from someone, um, uh, his name is uh, Bill Zazani. 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 Zazani Water. I don't know. No, it's 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 my friend Bill. Bill Zaney. He's the host of the Top Five A through Z show, and uh, he wrote in with a uh, very interesting story. Um, he starts off saying, "I have a bunch of weird ones for you guys, but I'll start you off with just one for now." Many years ago, possibly before I met Jason, and we met freshman year of high school, so this was possibly the very early 90s, I met the local train station here in my hometown of Hammond, Indiana, which is called the South Shore. The South Shore trains, for those unfamiliar, runs from Chicago, Illinois to South Bend, Indiana. 
Most people in northwest Indiana take it when they don't feel like dealing with highways or Chicago traffic or parking and just want to walk around the city and explore. I'm not sure why Bill put all that stuff in there, but you know it it's Bill. I'm gonna He's let him I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna let him have it. <clears throat> uh if my memory serves, I was in the Hammond station with my mom and my buddy Jimmy Lindsay uh, about to head to Chicago. Uh, there was a gentleman there who looked at a sign on the wall which said, no smoking. Immediately after viewing the sign, he takes out a cigarette, lights it up, and breaks it to a blues song. Mama said no smoking in the lobby. Mama said no smoking in the lobby. Bill told me the story a lot of times, so I know the the voice that this guy had um to this day this very strange incident is one of the happiest moments of my life we laughed so hard at the time and many times afterwards about it thank you bill so much for submitting that story um kind of lighthearted, thankfully <laughs> it was a thing for the lighthearted yeah, one <laughs> we we kind of needed that so thank you um so anyone listening at home, by all means, please send in your stories uh, again to uh, I have a weird one at gmail.com. Uh, Watch you do that, and somebody's like, hey, I got a weird one. This is an Audi, not an Innie. <laughs> we, we do not accept pictures of body parts. Okay. I, I feel like I need to say that. We do not accept pictures of body parts. Yeah, please do not. I do. <laughs> okay. You give out your email address, and you <laughs> You can call the body part. You can be like, you can, that is a weird one. You can send all your weird body part pictures to whatever Jason Soto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please don't do that. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Rob, you went first last week. So, uh, Nick, you want to start us off? I surely can. Um, just like last time I explained, I'll probably be a history type uh weird story person and that's going to continue here and uh last week i did a person this week i'm also going to do a person uh have you heard of violet (laughs) yeah violet jessup that name does sound familiar it does yeah the jessup you know when you said violet i was like well you know i mean there are a lot of cartoon characters named violet (laughs) yeah so i've heard a name before yeah you might pick up on it um so she was born october 2nd 1887 and she um was born near argentina but she's the daughter of irish immigrants uh the first of nine children though only six survived Mm. um she spent a lot of her childhood taking care of like her brothers and sisters um she became ill with uh what they think is tuberculosis but uh the doctors thought she was like done for and she ended up surviving oh um later uh you know her dad died and then her mom got very sick uh and she had actually gone to england to attend convent school i guess to become a nun and so when her mom got sick she ended up uh quitting that like leaving and going to uh, take care of her sister while her mother left to become a stewardess like on ships Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, then her mom got ill and uh, she left Uh, so Violet then leaves 
to kind of do what her mom did and becomes a ship stewardess. Um, and weird side note. I know uh, this now. Weird side note. She had to uh, dress down to make herself less attractive so that they would hire her. Hmm. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> so in, uh, then in 1911, she began working as a stewardess for a company called White Star. Um, mm. And uh, she board, boarded the RMS Olympic. Um, mm. Olympic was a, you know, giant luxury ship. And on September 20th, 1911, it left Southampton and collided with the British warship HMS Hawk. Uh, nobody died. There was like extensive ship damage, but it was able to like get back to port before it, you know, without sinking. Um, and she actually, even after it was repaired, continued working on the Olympic until April 1912 when she got a transfer to the Olympics uh, sister ship, the uh, Titanic. Yep, mm -hmm. I know where we're going with this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, she was stewardess on the voyage of the Titanic, April 1912. She was 24 years old. Um, the Titanic goes down, and as Worst it's job going, ever, she's actually this person they made her uh kind of a uh person for the non-english speakers to like mimic to help keep them safe and what to do with the lifeboats and all that and when she herself was put into a lifeboat uh the one of the officers turned and just randomly gave her a baby to hold on to Dope. um and so that you know eventually they get all saved and while she is on board the Carpathia, the ship that they that came to rescue them, um, someone like came up and snatched the baby out of her arms and like ran off crying, uh, not saying like anything. Hmm. Um, so then uh, a few years later, uh, she started working as a stewardess for the British Red Cross. Um, and on November 21st, 1916, she was on board the HMHS Britannic, which is the younger sister ship of the Olympic and the Titanic, all Jesus. White Star ships. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and she was now a nurse, and it had been converted into a hospital ship. Um, but it apparently hit either uh, hit a sea mine or got hit by a torpedo or something like that and started going down um it sank within 55 minutes killing 32 of the 1066 people on board oh, wow. um while the britannic was sinking uh jessup and other passengers were nearly killed by the ship's propellers <clears throat> that were shredding lifeboats that collided with the propellers she had to jump out of her lifeboat resulting in a head injury which she survived Wow. Um, Man. <clears throat> yeah, she uh, returned to work for White Star Line in 1920. <laughs> Why? <would> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? No. 
<laughs> just know. Uh, after and I, it's still not done. Like the weirdness is continuing. Oh no! Um, How much more is there? God. <laughs> so she continues working for the White Star Line before joining the Red Star Line and then Royal Mail <laughs> Line. Um. So she, you know, did a whole bunch of stuff. She she worked with, you know, she's written memoirs and things like that. Um, but uh, there's a the craziest story. Uh, she said years after, and I'm just going to read this straight. Years after her retirement, Jessup claimed to have received a telephone call on a stormy night from a woman who asked Jessup if she had saved a baby on the on the night that Titanic sank. Yes, Jessup replied. The voice then said, I was that baby, laughed, and hung up. Mm-hmm. Her friend and biographer, John Maxstone Graham, said it was most likely some children in the village playing a joke on her. Mm-hmm. She, replied, she replied, no, John, I had never told that story to anyone before I told you now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh yeah, she is uh, often called Miss Unsinkable, and she died of congestive heart failure in 1971 at the age of 83. Ah. Wow. That's not the unsinkable Molly Brown, is it? No, different person. Okay. But damn near same experiences. <laughs> I mean, wow. I'm sorry, but after like the first, you know, the first boat to go down, I would never have gone back to that company. Yeah. Well, I mean, one time's like, okay, that was a freak accident. But then twice, then I'm like, okay, no, now I'm done. This is fucking weird. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Nope. To do it three times? Three. (laughs) Three times? I would have stayed away from from the seas completely. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, survived (sighs) tuberculosis. Like, she was, like, someone was wanting her dead and someone (laughs) was not letting her die. Not today, Satan. <laughs> she was, she was determined to live. God damn it! I know death. Every time I was like, "Are you ready?" She's like, "Fuck you! <laughs> Get out of here! Hit you with my purse! <laughs> beat your ass once, I'll beat you again!" Oh lordy, wow, Nick, that was good. That was a good one. That was very good. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you for making my butthole pucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Rob, you are up. What do you got for us? Um, well, I had one about a, um, I'm going to pull it up here real fast. I had one about a marathon runner. I think I'll say that for next week because I want to tell you guys a short little story. That's kind of personal to me. Okay. Um, these events did happen to me, um, while I was, this was my first it job, um, down by a half hour from where I live. Mm -hmm. My friend got me the job at the location, um, and I would say this happened, God, um, it started happening during the lockdown when the entire country was in lockdown mm-hmm. and it continued afterwards till the end of that year. Um, I would call this, um, phenomenon, um, reality jumping. Um, and in the sense that God, it's, it's the memories are kind of hard to remember now, but the, the events they're there you know um things would be slightly different every day you know um like there was one day the color of the sky um all day was green 
and I thought maybe like I was having a really bad like allergic reaction to pollen or whatever you know because like my eyes were just burning all day but no the the sky was green and I asked my friend you know I asked some co-workers I was like hey go outside and tell me what the sky looks like today you know and they're like what the fuck are you talking about I'm like just go outside you know on smoke break they would get back to me like dude the sky is blue why I'm like I'm just kind of curious <clears throat> I remember um I remember when we were told that we can come back to work, we were, I was on a zoom call with my boss and my boss was like, you know, if you guys do not hear anything from me, come back, your normal shifts. I'm like, okay. And I was the first one in the office and I was setting things up. I was cleaning my boss comes in he goes, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm coming back to work. Like you said, you know, and he's like, no, I said, you know, don't come back. I was like, no, dude, I, I remember what you said. I recorded it because I wanted to make sure. Because I told him, I was like, things were kind of weird. And he goes, well, as weird as you recorded it. I was like, that's just, you know, for my benefit. I go back and I listen to it. And he, what he said was true. But I remember recording it. I remember him saying, come back, all this stuff, you know. Um, another event took place where I was, we it was me and my friends, um, my friend Christy, um, and we were at a, a restaurant, you know, and it was like a glitch, glitch, blah, 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 a glitch in the matrix. Um, the server who was hot as hell. I mean, this chick was <laughs> for the town that we were in. You know, I'm, I'm keeping things you know quiet about it because I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want things to go further than they have because i'm not really liked at my old job um (laughs) so anyway um we were at this restaurant and you know just she was smoking hot for the area that we were in i'm like wait a minute you know this is just weird um because like you know somebody from hollywood is coming to anchorage alaska you know it's like it's like that displacement you know and so she took my order and um, they were like on their phones or whatever, you know, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then our waitress comes and she goes, hey, what do you guys want? You know, what kind of gets you? And I was like, oh, waitress already came and took my order. And she was like, um, no, I'm your waitress. And they're both like, my friends are both looking at me. I was like, you guys saw her, right? The blonde, you know, and they're like, no, we were on our phones. And I looked at the, I listened to the waitress like, look, you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but there was this hot smoking blonde, like porn star quality blonde. She took my order and she went to that computer over there, you know, and the the waitress was like, look, I'm not offended. You know, if she was a, a porn star blonde, I would have looked at her too. But we don't have a porn star blonde working here. And I was like, check the fucking, you know, have your boss check the camera. And I was like, you know, I was my, I was starting to freak out because events like this were happening to me the entire, you know, time frame, the summer, like almost the entire year, things were just out of place. And, you know, I was like, whatever. I was like, okay, I want this, this, and this. And then, you know, later on at the end of the night, we were there for like a couple hours, um, just eating and talking and shit. And I was getting creeped out and the entire time, like, the boss comes up, like the, the manager, he goes, hey, you know, I heard you were the guy that had the the waitress. And I was like, yeah, dude, this smoking hot porn star blonde. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I heard the description. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I checked the camera. 
nobody was there, man, and you were talking to thin air. <laughs> what? I was like, no, I wasn't, dude. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not lying to you. I was like, dude, this this chick gave me like an erection so big that I could have lifted the table with my penis, and I only have a three inch penis. <laughs> I do say that kind of stuff just to freak my friends out, like when I'm out with dinner. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, look, man, I'm telling you, I checked the camera. There was nobody there. You were talking to thin air. I was like, what did this chick look like? I was like, she was just a gorgeous blonde, you know, like very thin, petite, like I'm talking like Marilyn Monroe blonde, you know, and just like figuring everything. She had all these crazy tattoos, like tattoos I've never seen, you know, I was like, and she had this weird accent. I couldn't place it, you know? And the manager's like, dude, that's, it's really weird. I was like, yeah, no shit. He's like, no, no, I, I know who you're talking about. She died two years ago. And I was like, what? And she's like, my the, the manager's like, yeah, that was a friend of mine. She died two years ago in another state. And I was like, okay. But it's like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, why would she be with, why would she be here? You know, if she died in another state. And the guy's like, I don't know. I don't understand why you're seeing her but she died two years ago in this other state, you know? And I was like, okay, whatever, you know? And the guy was cool. Like he caught my meal. He was like, look, I'm sorry you had this event. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, but to this day that freaks me out the most, you know, it's like, I, was I talking to a ghost was, you know, was, and it's, it doesn't really go well with like the parallel, you know, reality jumping. But the thing to me that freaks out, like she didn't look like anybody from our reality, you know, like, Hmm her skin was a translucent blue you know and her tattoos were like uv inked tattoos that glow in the dark you know but he swears like he was you know friends with this chick and it just it made me wonder because of all the events that took place and i can't honestly i can't remember a lot of them just those that stuck out Mm. and to this day it, it, it freaks me out but it's like okay you know well that happened Wow. Yeah, that was, yeah, I know it's a lot to dig into, you know. <laughs> I will probably from time to time talk about supernatural stuff because I'm kind of into the occult, <laughs> supernatural. I don't know. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Those were personal events that happened to Fucking, me. That's the premise of the show, man. Fucking get weird with it. Jesus Christ. That's that's wild. That is fucking wild. That would have... I, I think I would have had just a fucking heart attack when that guy told me that because I would have been like, what? I didn't know <laughs> like, where you we're going with that story but i didn't expect to get like creeped out by the end yeah i'm sorry that's that is okay so the thing was like the thing the thing that really like freaked me out like the most is because you know and like i said i can't remember the most like the events that would happen to me like all the reality jumping but things would be different every now and then you know like Hmm. somebody would say something and i would be having a full-fledged conversation with this person Hmm. and they're like dude i never said it and like their significant other would be next to him going, yeah, man, that's what we talked about, you know, but the fact huh. that this chick took my order and the way her skin was, wow, you know, and the fact that, you know, she, she looked human, but she was a different type of human and she died two years ago. Yeah. It makes me wonder if in another reality, you know, like she is still alive working at that place and just for a freak second, you know, she jumped into our reality, like, you know, or I pulled her into our reality. Cause I like, I said, it's, it's weird. Like the reality jumping, like I have to ask my friends about this because I told them, you know, things that happen. 
um, things that took place. It just, it doesn't make any sense. And thank God that, that it didn't happen, you know? Um, well, I mean, it did happen, but nothing like that's happened since I, I do have another story, but I, I don't want to run out of time, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. No, save it for another episode. That's fine. I will. But, uh, Remember to remember to tell me to talk about my cat Smokey. <laughs> okay, I will make a note of it in the episode two notes that I got. Ask Rob about Smokey. Okay, um, you know you. See, uh, what's kind of weird is sometimes I I feel like from day to day, things that happened the day prior aren't the same for me either. Like it's very, it's very weird. It's very subtle things like, you know, it'd be like one day at work, this is happening or somebody said this or somebody did this. And then I'll go in the next day and then it'll be like, those things never happened. Yeah. Like that happens, happens. to me. That happens to me every once in a while. Like I, you know, like my boss will say something to me and I'm like, well, you told me yesterday to do this. And she's like, no, I didn't. And then I'd argue with her for 20 minutes like I know you did and she sweared and like no I did it I don't know what you're talking about like it's it's it, it gets weird it's it, yeah it I I kind of see where you're coming from with that kind of stuff it's very strange So um okay my story um all right it's 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 a it's a true another kind of a true crime thing it's about a disappearance oh, it's a it's a disappearance not again <laughs> um uh, so this one is just fucking creepy. I, I don't know if it's depressing. I mean, it's depressing that the, the person's missing, but it's just flat out creepy. So, um, our story starts off on June 13th, 2001. Uh, we are in Omaha, Nebraska, <clears throat> and our subject is a 19 year old, uh, boy, man, Name uh, Jason Jolkowski. A boy man. A boy man. Yes, you know the boy man. <laughs> yeah. Of the infamous boy man. Um. Well, he was 19 when all this happened, so uh, I don't know how you want to think. You know, stink that. I'll just I'll just say man for now. Um. So he was 19, and you know he lived in Omaha, and he was just a very you know your typical. Typical boy. He was in college. Uh, he was uh, a part-time student at a radio broadcasting uh, program at the Iowa Western Community College in Iowa. Uh, but uh, he was home in Nebraska, for, you know, for the summer. You know, when this story takes place, um, he has been, dis- you know, described as you know shy, quiet. He only had a few friends, but he was a very outgoing, nice guy you know he 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 worked at a Vizzoli's, um which ends up being kind of the crux of this story so on june 13th um he gets called uh jason jolkowski he gets called into work early uh he was gonna walk to his job because his car was being repaired uh but then he would eventually uh call a co-worker to give him a ride uh you know, Jolkowski was kind was you know not the super smartest person, but he wasn't like you know dumb either. But one of the things was that he couldn't give directions. He was very terrible at directions. He didn't know how to tell people how to get to places. He didn't know how to just say where things were. Um, so to kind of just save his coworker time, he said, "Hey, can you meet me at uh, my high school?" 
uh, which was uh, called Benson High School. It was it's about eight blocks from you know where he lived, and he was gonna walk to the school to meet the coworker. Uh, so then the coworker can give him a ride to work. <clears throat> Uh, 10.45 a.m. on June 13th, uh, a neighbor would see uh, Jokowski uh, help his younger brother pull trash cans from the curb back to the house. Uh, Then he would then, after doing that, he would then leave for home to go meet up with the co-worker. Not even 30 minutes later, the co-worker calls the house asking yo where's where's jason at where where did he at he's not here we were supposed to meet up with him i was supposed to give him a ride he's not here um people at his house his parents his brother said he he left he bought the cans in the house and he he left after that no one has any fucking clue what happened to this guy he just flat out disappeared um uh, after his disappearance, they check the school security cameras, and they do not see him arriving at the school. Um, <clears throat> he uh, he left uh, six hundred and fifty dollars in his bank, which has not been touched since he disappeared. Uh, he has not cashed any paychecks. He did not use a cell phone. He didn't use an ATM card. He never picked up his car from the auto shop. And uh, he was, a, like I said, he was a very good, you know, happy-go-lucky guy. He was supposed to start a new job. You know, he was supposed to leave Fazoli's, and he was going to start a new job. He was excited about it. Uh, he only has $60 on him the day he disappeared. Nothing personal was, you know, missing from his room. He didn't, like, pack up a suitcase or anything like that. Uh, and he got, you know, he basically got along with everybody. He was, you know, Loved in his family, he was loved at his jobs, his neighbors liked him, people he went to school with liked him, everyone, you know, uh, liked him, he got along with pretty much everybody, um, he was a very responsible person, he wouldn't have just left without a warning, he wouldn't just, like, be like, I'm running away from home, he, no, he was not like that, he, he loved his life, he loved his family and his friends, and he, he, uh, uh, yeah, he had no reason to just disappear, um, so yeah, that's it. that. I mean, that's to me that is just fucking creepy that you just leave your house at like ten forty five a.m. and then a mere thirty minutes later you're reported missing, and then you are never found again. Like not even, not even a clue, not even a piece of clothing, not even a wallet, not even a body part, fingerprints, hair. Like you just completely yeah, vanish off the face of the earth. Like, this dude was just leaving for work, and he's gone. (laughs) Oh, he'll be found eventually one day. Well, okay, so there are some minor theories. I'm not going to dive into all of them because, you know, uh, we're saving time here. Um, But there are, like, you know, some theories. Um, One theory, the popular theory, is that, you know, he ran across, uh, like, a serial killer or just, you know, just a killer. Uh, on his way to the school, he got he got he got killed by this killer, and the killer just hid his body somewhere, either like in a house or deep in the woods. Or um, to kind of t- touch onto that theory on Reddit, when you look up this case on Reddit, someone says that there was some road construction happening uh, at the time of his disappearance, 
And then uh, now there's like a new street and a new park like built somewhere. So they might suspect he might be buried under there, but they don't have proof, obviously, to just go digging in there. They can't just go digging in the places because you think a guy is buried somewhere. You got to have like proof to say like, yo, there's this guy buried here. So there's a there's a theory that there's that there's a theory that he got hit by a car. The driver freaked out, took the body with him and then is God only knows where after that. Like, could just be in a trunk of a car in the desert somewhere in, like, Nevada. Um, and then, like, a third theory um, is that he uh, fell into, like, a um, a local, like, water, like, like I don't say a river, but, like, a stream of some kind and maybe hit his head. And then his body just got washed off somewhere. That's not a very popular theory because even then, at that point, you, you would find something. Um, yeah, but you know, but that's it. That's all they. That's all the theories they got. They have no idea where this 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 guy is. He's just he's just gone. Um, his parents started a thing called Project Jason, uh, which is just uh just a way to uh you know help find you know missing kids. It's just uh, you know another way to help find missing kids, which is a good thing. Um. So you you look into that. There's all kinds of you know if you if you Google him, you'll see what he looked like back in night in 2001. They aged his picture to what he might have looked like uh, age 36 in 2017. Uh, if you know, obviously anyone seeing this guy, hey, you tell somebody. Uh, yeah, that's it. The fucking dude just disappeared. <laughs> so what was it called again? What was what called again? Sorry, the Jason Project Jason. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. If you just look that up, it, it's just a it's just a thing to help you know find missing kids and uh, all this other neat stuff. Um. So yeah, that's I mean yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys yeah. think about a guy just fucking disappearing. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's weird. <clears throat> um, it's truly bizarre. Another one. Thank you, Jason. Um, not as depressing. Not as depressing. Um, but it's just it just it just makes your mind boggle well see here it was he was in omaha right nebraska, nebraska. yeah he, li- he lived in omaha he went to school in iowa and that's weird he well no people go out of state for school that's not weird uh, that's not weird uh, okay just leaving your house and then not appearing again now that's weird <laughs> Disappearing forever. No reaction. <laughs> he went to out of state college. What the fuck? Yeah, I think you're focusing on the wrong weird thing here. Well, I've never, I've, I've never, you know, I've never had the experience of going to school out of state. You know, I've always, you know, went to school mm-hmm. in my state. So anyway, yeah, right. thanks for okay. thanks for you know putting me out there, you dicks. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Sure. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, Jason Jolkowski just vanished. Thin air. He did not get to experience 9-11, so there you go. Maybe you can envy him. Yeah, well, I do do envy him for that um, because 9-11 was a horrible experience. Indeed. So... But being uh, in Nebraska, what do you guys? Well, what do you guys? Just really quickly, and then we'll wrap up. What do you guys think? Like, might have happened? Like, which theory do you think is probably plausible? Or do you have your own? Mm-hmm. 
my I mean, thought is my my thought is he could have potentially got hit from you know like the idea of getting hit you know um, okay okay that you know something like that could have happened you know and being in the state that he's in you know where he lives it's really easy to you know to to just dispose of somebody you know yeah yeah that sound that's kind of where i was leaning to he's probably got hit by a car i mean i guess he could have gotten run across some serial killer but that seems too fanciful for reality yeah um the serial killer would have made the body you know yeah i mean is it is completely possible um but uh i it was probably something boring and ordinary like you know got hit by a car and then the body got hidden yeah uh I, and i don't know why you keep doing like coen brothers movies <laughs> yeah was, that's that's a good question <laughs> hey i they're inspired by true crime stuff i don't know i don't know tell you <laughs> i'm not doing that on purpose <laughs> um i mean maybe i'll do the big lebowski next week i don't know <laughs> um so there's no. just bowling <laughs> There was this rich guy. <laughs> he had a rug. No. Um yeah, I like the theories of this are like the very bad extreme theory, the not so great theory, and then the very plausible theory. Like you have you have all three possible theories uh working there. So uh alright. Well that's it. That's it for another episode of uh, Weird Flex, but okay. Another show where I bummed these two out. Maybe I should have changed the name to Let's Bum Rob and Nick out. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to bum Rob and Nick out, you can email us. Yeah, please do. <laughs> By all means, we I would love I would love for someone else to bum these guys out. Uh, you can email us uh, over at I have a weird one at gmail.com. We'll read your story on the air. Uh, you know, if it's a weird thing you've experienced, saw, read about, you got something you want to share with us, please, by all means, share it with us. Uh, and I didn't mention this at the beginning, but we are part of a network called Rabbit Hole Podcasts, which you can find at rabbitholepodcast.com. Uh, there's a bunch of other awesome, little more fun, lighthearted podcasts on the network. Uh, that you can check out. There's a comedy show, a Marvel show, a, a very interesting history show, uh, a dirty lyric show. You gotta you can run the gambit. There's all kinds of different stuff you can go check out. So rabbitholepodcast.com. Uh, and this show is going to go on a bi-weekly schedule. Uh, so we will be out every other week, every other Tuesday. So we hope you subscribe to us uh, on on you know Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, all the great podcasting places. Did you just places. out the week's sexuality? What? Uh, <laughs> you called it bi-weekly. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck, Nick? He's lucky he's in Texas. <laughs> uh, Anyway, <laughs> please subscribe to us on those pla- on those places, and uh, we'll bring you some more weirdness in a couple of weeks. So until then, I'm Jason Soto. I am Nick Job. I'm Rob Branch. Go be weird. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts. Rabbit Hole Podcasts.com.